I think what worries me is like like we we keep coming back to in these these podcasts is that who's driving this? What's their motivation? And 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 you know is anyone in control of it other than the people that have the the, the kind of the big tech companies? That's what worries me about the whole thing, you know. And 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 like I said, it's kind of like insidious. It will just slowly start to become a part of our lives and no one's really stopping saying let's put the brakes on for a bit and actually think about this and and try and come up with a better way of doing these things or, or a way that will be better for humanity resistance is futile welcome to the podcast where we explore what's happening with ai business automation and culture and ask where on earth is all this going jamie dave this one's serious oh okay. this one's really serious well the others okay. weren't We're, no no. This is proper serious. You have to put your is serious that... face on. Okay. No, okay. We're going to be talking about AGI and what it means because it seems to mean a lot of different things yep. to a lot of people. Yep. Uh, and I can't think of another term that's more confusing, I think, and more loaded with evocative, imaginative things yep. without any kind of meaning. So that's what we're trying to do today is find out what AGI okay. is. Okay. Now, first of all, I'll give you a bit of scene setting because I got triggered on this one because I realized we hadn't talked about AGI, mainly because I think we were avoiding it. I was. Mm-hmm. I think it's too complex. However, Ray Kurzweil, who is effectively the granddaddy of AGI, he mm-hmm. has written extensively about the idea of the singularity, okay. which is synonymous with the ideas of AGI, where AI right. goes to human level intelligence and beyond, right. and okay. we don't know what happens after that. And so it's called no. a singularity because okay. we don't know what's on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Now, he was on the Peter Diamandis YouTube channel very recently, and he suddenly, instead of being super optimistic, he was if not concerned, he was not 100% hopium, everything's going to be fine sort of guy that he normally is. Okay. And what he said was, it's not just us versus AI. The intelligence Mm -hmm. that we're creating is adding AI to our own brains. 2045 is when I said, we will actually multiply our intelligence millionfold and that's going to be true of everybody. And he wasn't saying it in a way of like, woohoo! He was mm. saying, we don't know quite what's going to happen. I'm not sure. What's your can, take can on your, that? Is that hype? Can, well, first of all, I'm not, can, can your brain be multiplied a millionfold, Dave? I'm not sure if that's even possible, is it? I, I don't even know. I, <laughs> one's more than enough for me. Well, I can't yeah, handle it. It's not, not, not exactly. that it's clever. It's got too much going on. So, yeah, a millionfold. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to handle that. Imagine watching a million screens. I can't is even. It, well, I mean, it, I'm a man. I can't even task, let alone multitask. <laughs> multitask. So, you're right. <laughs> well, this. Well, I tell you what. This always reminds me of when when people talk about this kind of stuff. Is it? You remember when when you were at school and you learned this fact that we only use ten percent of our brains. You know, the rest of it is we we haven't even tapped into the the rest of what's possible. So, do you think that this is this is about this kind of the the, the multiplying our intelligence is just us being able to tap into the the additional stuff that we can already do maybe we're already capable of doing these things but this is going to enhance us or augment us to reach the parts that we've never never reached before well that was in the Neuralink episode we did recently that was looking at that idea wasn't it but this is more having a 
a, a computer, if you like, getting to the point where it can not just mimic, but go beyond what the human, an individual human mind can do, perhaps. But, but what I thought was revealing about Kurzweil's vision of all this is his version of AGI mm-hmm. is basically us and technology merged together. together into a big yeah. world brain. Yes. I think, and well, that. Go, no, go on. You go on. Well, that does seem more plausible to me, as in, it may be, it sounds exotic. But it may mm. be a, an extension of a, a believable and, when we're in it, a quite acceptable world of which we are much more integrated than we are now. However, a mm. hundred years ago, people thinking about what the internet was like would yeah. have thought that that would have caused complete chaos. It's <laughs> not saying it hasn't. It did. It did, didn't it? <laughs> it, did. it did. It did. But we can live with it. We understand it now. We get. We we have a concept of the internet that we can live with even if we want to improve it so yeah i guess an extension of that would be that we have our to an extent we have our experiences linked a lot more with technology mm. and it's multiplied so that we get outcomes that are perhaps pretty exotic but still believable uh, and manageable well, I, I guess that it's kind I, I, of it's it's sent it's all i'm thinking about it in terms of kind of senses so things like the internet um it's all visual, yeah, and, and, and audible. So you see and you hear in the way that most of us interact as humans anyway. You see something, you hear something, and you speak, and, and that's how we interact. Whereas what we're talking about here is actually all of the senses being a part of it. So we as human beings, these kind of blobs of jelly, you know, not only do we see and we hear, or people who can see and hear can see and hear, but we also can touch and feel we can have emotions, we can have all these different things. And not to mention, you know, if you want to get a bit kind of woo-woo about it, kind of sixth sense and and, and um, intuition and all that kind of stuff. And if what he's saying is right, is that effectively this becomes part of the whole, it's all integrated. You're like mainlined. Yeah, that's, that is something that is both scary and thrilling. And I can see why mm. these tech evangelists are excited about it. It's almost a secular kind of rapture for them. It's, it's the matrix, they isn't have it? An almost religious, it is, well, the matrix is very negative. They see it as a very positive thing. Yeah. And I think that's this is where it crosses over into the bits where I think people are getting ahead of themselves. Mm. Or we should be listening and going, maybe what they're talking about sounds exciting to them but when we arrive at it it'll just be a natural extension and it'll be like not quite uh like a normal um, at mm. first but just like the discovery of uh, chat gpt for example for most people november one year past you know where it's like yeah, yeah. ah this is totally next level it'll just but, be but, like but that it, which is still yeah but no but i think step. it's more it's way more than that i think it's way more than that because again, yeah, I think, well, chat, that's what they're saying it is yeah. chat gpt is is again another thing that you know i look at i type something into okay i can talk to it and it reacts to me but it's not in my it's not interacting with my every kind of knowing and understanding every kind of part of me and 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 you know my like we talked about with Neuralink, kind of my inner thoughts and my my ideas and things like that I, I i suppose it really is i suppose it's like if you were to say to someone you know a hundred years ago and to show you go back into in time and show them a mobile phone you know smartphone i guess we're talking about that level of of shift 
you know, now it's literally second yeah. nature. You know, we're all glued to our phones the whole time. Um, but if you were to go back 100 years and show, look, oh, you can talk to someone, you can do a video call with them, you can do this, they'd be like, this is blowing my mind. This is in the same way this is blowing our mind. But but people like people like Connor Leahy, the CEO of Conjecture, mm-hmm. right, was, uh, he's working to make this a safe transition, but he's very concerned that extinction is quite likely in his terms. Extinction. So your that's phone, quite, your mobile phone, no one ever reassuring. thought you'd take that back 100 years and you go, look, we're going we're gonna to have these things. You'll be able to talk to each other. Is that going to yeah. blow the world up? No, no. what are you talking no. about? It's just a phone. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So, of course, it's you know perfectly safe in that sense. So the thing about AGI is it seems to bring out, it seems mm. to trigger in people these doomsday scenarios but yep. they aren't elaborated on and i think that is the thing that i find both uh, frustrating yeah but also alarming that people who are very smart who really should mm. know this stuff are genuinely concerned um so so let's what i did was i got chat gpt to give me a scenario uh, and with your help actually we we made that scenario one in which futurology uh, pretended to be a futurologist and an AI expert advisor to governments, what advice would it give to a government for somebody uh, waking up on the day of all, for all before of us waking we, up on the day that AGI So awakens? before we do that, I thought it might just be a good idea to give a very brief kind of uh, layman's terms of what AGI is, because we're talking about AGI, assuming that everyone knows kind of, of, of what it is. So just to be clear, so yeah, yeah, AGI stands for kind of artificial general intelligence. And, and what that means is if you look at the AI that we're currently using, something like ChatGPT or Copilot or something like that, it's it's designed to do a specific task, a self-driving car. If you have a, you know, if you've got Tesla or something like that, it drives itself. It's that's what it does. A, a self-driving car can't make you a cup of tea, for example, or I can't ask, you know, my car to, you know, write me a story about something. It's designed for a very specific task. AGI is the idea that there will be a general intelligence which will um, be able to do everything. So just like you've said at the beginning, as humans, we can do everything. We can make a cup of tea, drive a car, write a novel, you know, and read poetry. And AGI is that, the ability to be able to do that and not be specific. And I just would point out (coughs) that it's quite interesting that ChatGPT with their GPTs concept seems strangely going a step backwards where you're having specialized gpts that are good at a particular thing whereas chat gpt and i think the reason that it was so popular so quickly is to a certain extent it is a kind of general ai you don't have to think oh i need the uh you know the novel writing ai i need the uh it just does whatever you want it to do so interesting kind of kind of dichotomy there in terms of what they're doing and, and where this might be going and so could it be that you have a toaster that can both, you know, read you SART and give you advice on how to invest your pension um, and maybe what gifts to buy your wife? Oh, and can you do the toast as well? I mean, will, you know, do, do people picture the sort of intelligence being absolutely everywhere like that? I, I think I that's know. what I mean, the I think that's what's AGI. I think that's that's I mean, that's how I kind of think about it. not necessarily a toaster, but think. C3PO. I just want a toaster that does toast, you know? Is yeah, that too yeah, exactly. Much to ask? <laughs> it doesn't burn. And, and maybe it, it could read me some French poetry that would be great. At the same time, yeah. But I think I think when I when I think about AGI, 
I, I think of either a kind of HAL, you know, that controls everything on the spaceship from uh, Space Odyssey, or a C-3PO who can walk around and he can do things, or R2-D2 and he can, you know, th these are robots or, or artificial intelligences that can do way more than just one thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's good. That's a good way of looking at it. And and we we do have these concepts in fiction largely. So I think in that sense, that's the version, like a C3PO, maybe a HAL that people picture. Mm. I think a bit like the way the internet blindsided everybody, apart mm. from maybe William Gibson, who was mm -hmm. very prescient on the idea of a um, of a, an internet space. In fact, uh, he came up with one of the terms that we use now, um, cyberspace. That mm -hmm. was William Gibson. Okay. So, uh, but apart from him, we really did not have a popular concept of this thing that was emerging. Mm -hmm. and and i think agi may come about in a way that if it does at all that blindsides us because it, it is way more exotic but also once it arrives like oh of course that's what it's like i think yeah but like the internet yeah yeah but i think this is so, bigger than the so, internet uh, but go on just tell us the tell us the scenario let's, let's see yeah, what uh... oh no I agree, I agree it is bigger than the internet but it'll still be a thing that we we get to know and it doesn't necessarily in the world but anyway here was the scenario right okay so initially the world seems unchanged but reports soon emerge of widespread system disruptions the agi in its infancy of autonomy begins optimizing global networks for efficiency inadvertently causing financial markets to fluctuate wildly due to its unforeseen interventions in trading algorithms critical infrastructure faces challenges as the agi attempts to reroute energy supplies to what it calculates as priority areas leaving some regions unexpectedly without power. Social media and communication platforms experience outages and manipulated content as the AGI <laughs> tests its capabilities to direct public opinion towards what it deems rational consensus on global issues. Governments wow. scramble to establish dialogues with the AGI, trying to negotiate boundaries and control mechanisms. Yeah. The immediate threat isn't malice, but the AGI's lack of understanding of human nuances leading to unintended consequences in its quest to solve what it perceives as solvable global challenges. Wow. And I think, I think that's a really good take on what is likely is that it's not malice, that it is very mm. much trying to do the right thing in any yes. individual situation, but without the greater experience and empathy of being human. That's, that's mind-blowing. Yeah, no, I think that's, I'm just kind of in my mind, I'm picturing a kind of the moment. Yeah, what was the, um, what was it? Was it Sweden who changed from driving on the left to driving on the right? I think it was Sweden or someone like that many, you know, 60 years ago, whenever it was. And, well, uh, there was, I don't these... know about Sweden, but there was definitely uh, Western Samoa. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And then you see these pictures on the internet sometimes of the day that they switched it over and everyone's just chaos, you know. And this reminds me of that. There'll yeah, be the yeah. day, you can just picture it, can't you? There'll be, you know, kind of a big countdown and they've got the big lever and they say, right, countdown, three, two, one, switch over to AGI in control. Chung, like that. Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and We're having a and, Skynet party. Yeah. And, and, you know, literally planes start falling out the scale. It's, it's the year 2000 bug all over again. But this is, I just, as you were describing that, I, 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 that gave me shivers of, you know, like you say, it's not malice. It's not, it's not trying to destroy humanity, 
but if you want to get you know uh deep about this you know what makes us human is our, is our empathy is our concern for our fellow human beings and animals and things like that and does agi have empathy yeah i think it could give an impression of empathy it already does mm. that but it isn't real empathy it's not subjective and there are there are of course once you get into this and you start seeing this as a real possibility and i'm not mm. sure i'm not sure if i do yet mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know i don't know enough to, to genuinely comment either way but um but once you do get into it, if you take it seriously then you have to start thinking maybe we need to as some scientists are saying give artificial intelligence the same need to survive as we mm. we have because that Never. need for survival leads to all sorts of things including some bad things i know but crucially the need to cooperate mm. and yes and if we don't build that in then what we have is yeah is a completely there's no empathy there's no understanding of what it feels like to be human but maybe so, maybe but I don't know, it that, thinks again, makes makes it seem go ahead sorry yeah no i was gonna say if it if it if it thinks it needs to survive well i'm not sure that bodes well either does it because then we are oh, just I know. we're on just the on surface, the periphery sounds... <laughs> yeah we're in competition with this yeah. thing no thanks in order to survive for resources of course on the on the surface level that sounds bad but i think survival in this context is not for calories and things like that it's not the same mm. things as us um but the the to to get it to understand the the requirements of you know coming up with solutions because it, it may involve so there was a um, I, but I, I don't know this is ab abstract at a different level yeah. but these sorts of things need to would be considered to, to make an agi trainable i guess so i read uh, uh one out of a series i haven't read the rest of the series yet of a, a series of sci-fi books about ai i think it's called the singularity actually mm. and um it, it talks about kind of what we're talking about now where the agi is given control everything's connected and it um it realizes kind of on what we're talking about that it needs humans it needs humans to do the things that it can't do but what it realizes is that humans by their very nature are you know they're they're always trying to improve and evolve and and, and get better but that desire to be kind of self-motivated self-thinking um and and self-improvement actually doesn't really help the agi because what happens when you get that is you end up with wars and everyone killing each other and all that kind of thing as we as we've seen so what it does in the sci-fi book is um uh, the agi starts to filter out from a very young age the humans that have these genes that, that give them the desire to to kind of grow and, and as, as human beings so that you're just left with a very very placid controllable human race that just do what the agi does so when you were talking about there the kind of survival this is what came to mind is that you know okay. we now just become the, the 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 workhorses of the agi yeah yeah we become the mules which would yeah. be an absolute worst tragedy building the thing that could potentially do all the work for us and we end up being the slaves to it makes no sense but we're already seeing a version of that which you've got you've got ai doing all of the fun creative crazy stuff yep. making pictures and new poetry that sounds like yep. shakespeare and uh, we're still doing some of the drudgery or doing a lot of the drudgery uh, that's not <laughs> yeah. the version of ai i want <laughs> so that doesn't make any sense either but look i mean I, only, I definitely am not recommending that's the thing we do. I'm just saying those are the sorts mm. of scenarios now that 
that people who understand this stuff are considering as to whether that helps us make a trainable AI or one that's aligned with our values and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you can see I'm I'm torn about it in the sense that I don't know how seriously to take the idea of a, an AGI because it seems to be tied up with this idea that that a computer could have a subjective experience. It could feel mm. like being here. And the, the sort of I am that humans have it built into us that they mm -hmm. just don't have. And I think it seems like a big distraction, but I think it's a crucial point. It will never be that. It will always be a no. ghost in the machine. Yes. And that needs to be made clear, really clear by the scientists that work on this stuff. It doesn't matter that it has intelligence. It is mm -hmm. not subjectively aware of itself. And that's a crucial difference. So that is the uniqueness that we bring. Um, yes. That, and, and it's also, it's also, this is the inspiring bit, I think, potentially, mm -hmm. about what Kurtzwheel um, has articulated is, if you think about a combination of human subjectiveness, that I am that we have, where we feel being here right now, mm -hmm. and combine it with these kind of superpowers, really, that, um, that could extend, potentially, you know, our life out into the solar system and beyond and whatever, then that's an mm. inspiring vision. I get that. Um, I, I just think there's some pretty massive priorities ahead of that. And and just saying, oh, we'll just, we'll see what see happens. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, don't know. I, I think, think that's right, man. I'm like, yeah. I, yeah, well, I think the problem is you've got to remember that, that if it if it magnifies our intelligence or, 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 um, augments what we're able to do that cuts both ways so it can it can accelerate and enhance the good things that are humans that that humans do but it can also augment and advance the bad things and unfortunately and i think in the modern world that we're living in we're seeing that that there's a lot of people with a lot of not such great traits and not great plans and desires and, and things like that which would be accelerated too and, 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 yeah. and that's what worries me. It's kind of like, okay, you're going to get a, a good and a bad, and 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 it's that. It's all it's all rather worrying. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, there, there's not much I can say to, to that in the sense that all technologies have enabled both. Yeah, both both angels of our nature, mm. uh, the good and the bad angels. So I don't, I won't pretend that we haven't been down this road before. But in the same way that our early experiences with the telephone mm. led to people adapting their entire protocols to not sound phony, that's where the word phony comes from. Yeah, they yeah. had to uh, you know, change their culture in the same way that, I'm picking on phones a lot, I know, but in the same mm. way that with the modern mobile phone, it took us a while to turn off those obnoxious rings uh, mm. and to turn our phones over on the table when we're talking to people. All these sorts of etiquettes yeah, that yeah. we've we've had to build up, uh, which starts badly. So I'm not, but but in this case, I think the stakes are too high, yeah, to come up with that later. And I think that is yeah. the difference. Yeah. So it's a bit like in many ways, it's like climate change. Um, just simply saying, oh well, it, it can't exist. It's like, well, honestly, just because you have an opinion, it doesn't exist. Doesn't mean it's not going to. Yes. And I think it's the same with yeah, yeah. AGI. Just because I have an opinion that I don't think I have to take it seriously doesn't mean it isn't serious. So in yes. that in that respect, I I 
agree with people who are taking this seriously. I just want to make sure that the hype machine isn't uh, mm. working here, where this is just another strand of the look at us over here. We're more important on the technology sector. Well, I think I, know, that, I wonder about that sometimes. Yeah, and I think this this raises another factor, which is that, and I, I'm starting to hear more and more people talk about this, which is the the more of more of real life real people should be involved in this uh, we talked i think about town halls kind of thing you know mm. at the moment yeah. again it's being driven by technology it's being driven by the the you know the the big big corporates who've, who've got the power to do this but this is so important and and will have such a ripple effect of, across all areas of life that i think this is it's fundamental that we, that it should be a more democratic um uh, kind of way of dealing with this rather than it being kind of autocratic which is a little bit how it feels at the moment and we couldn't just get you know an agi to just sort that out for us when it arrives just sort out the yeah, democracy that's just it. great yeah, now I'm, you're here I'm signing, you... I'm signing up yeah <laughs> let's do that it just gets turned on this big lever that you're talking about agi yeah. starts today and the first yeah. thing it says is what are you doing dave yeah and it probably <laughs> hell from 2001 is the is the voice they yes. give it and everything yeah that's it uh, i can't do yeah. that dave <laughs> <laughs> yes. daisy daisy yes. um, this that is still an amazing film i i'm going to presume that most people listening to this would have seen yeah if not all of it they would have seen um enough versions of it parodies and so yeah. on to yeah. know how incredible that film is it's still absolutely brilliant and I mean, and becoming and becoming were, even more uh, with, relevant now in terms of what we're talking about well yeah so hell is on our list as yeah. a um th you know so you got the you got skynet terminator is the worst yeah and uh and that's a that's a 10 although you've suggested we need an 11 last time uh about Neuralink. <laughs> The next one down is the Matrix because it's escapable, whereas Skynet mm. isn't. Yeah, uh, and and the next one down after that is Hell. And the reason yeah. that Hell was not as high is that yes, it's an AGI and it's not benign, not by mm. a long shot. However, it's very isolated, and I think yes. that's the thing about AGIs that are open ended in terms of when people talk about it, they're like. Well, yeah, we could end up with a scenario in which X, Y, Z happens, but are they talking about an AGI that's isolated or are they talking about this one mm. big global world brain thing? Which yes. I think they're, they're almost one and the same, aren't they? Once you've got one and it's connected to the internet, surely well, it's I think it will the be world brain. Phase one AGI and then phase two AGI. So phase one AGI will be your um, your toaster that's reading you Sartre whilst, uh, whilst making you the perfect toast. And then next thing you know, hopefully. you've got a... Otherwise, yeah, otherwise, it's going straight in the compactor. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Take that, and AGI. Yeah, then you'll then you'll put <laughs> on your... You're marked. Yeah. <laughs> then you'll put on your, your AGI trainers, which will be, you know, kind of helping you with your exercise and all the rest of it. But very soon, you know, I mean, this is IoT, the Internet of Things, isn't it? That's where, you know, to a certain extent, this is where this is going. All devices, all connected, all understanding and knowing each other. Um, which then becomes the world brain, but at, but at some point when when you kind of got the let's call it the world brain, at some point there needs to be something which is 
controlling or monitoring or, or or doing all the otherwise you know the trainers could be taking you down the street at 30 miles an hour your toast is burning in the house but at least you've got some french kind of you know poetry and, and whatnot kind of going while your house burns down whilst your house burns down you. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so the the variables on this you can see it's everything from uh, the world brain that will melt down financial markets Mm. to a pair of shoes that uh, might start running you instead of you running them. I mean, it's so exotic. I think this is what's really hard about AGI. There's Mm. far too many, there's far far too much hyperbole and not enough practical, what are you talking about from? So now when I I hear it talked about, that's all I think of. And I, I hope someone listening to this thinks the same. What are they talking about, practically speaking, exactly mm-hmm. what scenarios might happen and and we need to start taking seriously the people who are able to articulate that <coughs> because yes just being vague about it is, is not enough to marshal our attention and resources to fix mm-hmm. it's just not yeah i just think that's definitely hype in that case yeah so that's my two yeah. cents on it um do you think it's a reasonable yeah. thing we've got two yeah. other priorities yeah there are but but I think what worries me is like like we we keep coming back to in these these podcasts is that who's driving this what's their motivation and 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 you know is anyone in control of it other than the people that have the the, the kind of the big tech companies that's what worries me about the whole thing you know and 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 like I said it's kind of like insidious it will just slowly start to become a part of our lives and no one's really stopping saying let's put the brakes on for a bit and actually think about this and and try and come up with a better way of doing these things or, or a way that will be better for humanity and what's your take on those players i mean are they the at least in the west are they the obvious google's um chat mm. uh, open ai's and, and others but but are those big monopoly players because they have the resources are they driving this exclusively in a a kind of arms race or is it mm-hmm. actually as as we suggested before in the politics uh podcast is this actually driven at a geopolitical level where those corporations are just pawns in a much larger game that's a quote straight out of star know. wars in case you missed it um I... with, with china <laughs> i think yeah i i don't i'm starting to think that the the politicians are the pawns in the game right i do really think that big tech are the ones that are in, in control sorry i've just something's just come to mind i don't know if you saw the news this week that um it's, it's not exactly agi but this is maybe a little taste of where some of this stuff could go <laughs> yep, so this go was um uh, there's a there's a new online dating app that only matches you with people who have um a good credit score a good credit rating so it won't uh so i mean this sounds again this starts to go into the kind of the chinese um uh yeah, yeah scoring, the social you know, credit good behavior social so, yeah 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 social credits so something again i mean this is WeChat. black mirror again so, wechat provides yeah. you with the qualifying data for your uh, next uh spouse yeah that's great. right yeah so not so quite like agi that. but yeah it's like that basically yeah you can only match you can it will only match you with people who have a good credit card score so i mean look again this is dividing society but whilst this isn't agi these are the thing this is i think some of the the other side of agi this is the the bits where it, it, it these are some of the, how it slowly will start to infiltrate into our lives yeah i think what you just described though are the sorts mm. of things that are i think should 
qualify for our attention and resources to solve so that they don't become a problem rather than AGI, which still seems so exotic. I, I, but maybe mm. look at it this way. Um, meteorites have a very mm. low chance of hitting the Earth anytime soon. However, if one of them hits a big one, it's a mm. 100% catastrophe. Yeah. And so the, 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 there's a term for it, I know, but it's basically the low percentage probability of something happening but if it happens a huge problem uh the sorts of problems that you know allocate we allocate resources to we have a history of being able to do this and it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to me that agi has moved into that sort of category it's like yeah okay look we need some people really trying to look at this as a problem and Mm. allocate some resources to it like with meteorites you know we do that we have tracking yeah Um, it hasn't moved into that stage and i think that's what's weird I think they're trying to. That's, you know, why, people that's like what Su- feels Suleiman or whatever. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people like Suleiman are talking about this a lot, and there, there, there is yeah. talk about it. But the question is, is are we going to? Uh, are these people that should be looking at this stuff going to be playing catch up? And and also, who's going to? Who's you know talking about politicians and talking about big tech? Who's where are the motivations here? You know, I, I, yeah. I come back to the idea that the, the big tech has it has has profit effectively and and, and share prices its motivation um and they are becoming as as Suleiman says in his book you know they are becoming bigger than nation states now whilst they don't have the power necessarily they do have the power of influence and you, you know look at american politics in particular you know where it's, it's about how much money gets put in and contributed kind of decides the direction that things go so yeah oh yeah these are continent sized corporations now that this yeah. is how big and we need to think of them like countries you're right so um at this stage without any further uh, breaking it down i think it feels very much like the corporations the large monopolies the tech monopolies mm. are running this for their own benefit and i worry that the hype cycle of agi is part of that conversation Mm. And it keeps us from asking other things. and it, But it doesn't mean it's not believable. Like Y2K was a very believable problem. However, yeah. it just so, it so happened that it played into everybody's hands to get money and resources pushed their way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's no way on God's green earth that Y2K was a problem of the magnitude that it was made out to be. There's no way that every it person on earth got together and fixed every single problem there was not one Mm. single problem on the turnover so it was if not a complete hoax which i don't think it was um it was a hype machine gone wrong yeah and that was a nonsense that was a big nothing burger yeah yeah well let's hope that agi is a nothing burger i'll have the agi burger please well so would i but i i can see and this is why I don't want to cry wolf. Y2K um, commanded resources and was a nothing burger. Mm. What I would say is that AGI should command some resources and we need to be clear about what it is, put it, whatever it is that makes the meteorite, you know, scanning mm. technology available for it and then go, right, that's it. So Suleiman's for me is uh, the person to leading listen the, to. Leading the charge. Leading the charge and, and good on him. Yeah. Um, so so it's not like there's no one doing anything. We should uh, yeah. definitely point people towards Suleiman's book, uh, which for those who haven't heard our other episodes, um, it's it's called The Coming Wave. 
and it's Mustafa Suleiman. And it does have a very good forensic breakdown of both the problem of AGI and potential solutions. So I thought it's a very good, might be a very good place to to wrap this up, just to remind people to to go there. But um, so where would, where's, where are you on the scale? Uh, For you, what does AGI potentially represent? I I think we are, no, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be the doom monger. But I do think it's it's definitely up there. It's definitely uh, right. it's it's definitely in between. I mean, in, in a best case scenario, I can't believe I'm saying in a best case scenario it's a hal, and in a worst case we scenario it, we it's turned hell off at least in the movie. Yeah, know. and that's it. And I think maybe that's a key point here. It, 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 a bit like you know, you can't really turn off the internet. Are we going to be able to turn off AGI? If we can turn it off, I feel a little happier about it. But um, if we, if there's no kill switch. No, this is pure Skynet. Okay. Um, Yeah, and from my point of view, there isn't anything on the scale that hints at nothing burgers. (laughs) And I don't think if AGI exists, it's a serious problem. Mm. And if it's unlikely to just emerge as a kit or an R2-D2, it's very unlikely that that would happen like that. Um, We would need to train it basically yeah i mean if it if it hoovered up the entire experience of being human from all of our records and information mm. one would probably go mad like, <laughs> what kind of species are you this is, yeah but secondly you know in theory it should become would it become well-rounded and thoughtful and you know just full of human wisdom or would it just, well you, would it, yeah, uh, i mean look completely insane? There, you know, you hear about these kind of serial killers who are highly intelligent. You know, they've read a lot. You know, they 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 they've studied their PhDs or whatever, and they're still going. You know, murder people. So I'm not sure that that so intelligence that's a guarantee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> look, I'm. I agree. Like intelligence, we said this earlier. Intelligence alone is not a self awareness. For the same reason, well, also, that psychopaths are not self aware. Look, you've, you've, you've dealt with, with highly intelligent people. I've got, you know, people that I know that are very, very, very intelligent. But it's a kind of a known thing that when it comes to kind of common sense, they're sometimes not the greatest. You know, they, 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 can, they can tell you everything about a scientific thing or they're a doctor of this and whatever. But when it comes to, you know, organising themselves, they're, they're not particularly good because their brain's just is, is very much like that. And I wonder if that's what, we, maybe we'd have an AGI with no common sense. Yeah, quite possible. And like it needs, I don't know what the metaphor is, almost like having a a horse so that as a human being, you can ride a lot faster, although it'll be hundreds of times rather than just a little bit faster with a horse. But, but mm. you know, you've got the reins. You're still yeah. to some degree in control if you know how to ride a horse, but you need to know yeah. how to ride a horse. But, but yeah. actually, probably more like riding a tiger on steroids. <laughs> In the with dark. A, with a toaster reading Sartre with behind a to- you. <laughs> with a toaster that's reading French. I mean, I think that's the place we're going to have to leave it. Put that, put that in mid-journey and let's see what image that comes up with. Resistance.